Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market bones getting a big lesson on this on this trade the penguins <laughs> just made they made it down there in in Moan's way in Nashville because that's where the NHL draft is the next couple of days. It is. They had the awards night Monday night, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. That's a big week, man. Real big week, DK. Yeah, I can. I, I I saw that the well Nashville rises to occasions. I think we've ah. seen that. I mean, <laughs> they changed the the traffic lights on Broadway. Yeah, they changed them to say N H and L for red, yellow, and green. That's pretty cool. They know how to do it, DK. I will say this. If y'all hadn't been to the city, which DK you have multiple times, you came before you were here before Nashville was an actual item. thing, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) but you know what? Before we go any further, man, every single time we get warnings, we get them. We can't can't do it without actually starting to DK before we dive in. You ready? It is so true. Let's, uh, I, I'm ready. I have the finger here on this. You ready to go? Let's do it then. And three, two. I'm trying. So, yeah, for those of you who are into all of Pittsburgh's teams, yeah. the Penguins apparently have just acquired Riley Smith, who's a very good player Here we from go. the it's- Stanley Cup champion Vegas Golden Knights for a third-round pick. And Brady right away wants to know from the uncle's table. And admits it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't ever cite that as a point of pride. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's a there's a lot going on here. Uh, we have two reporters from DK Pittsburgh Sports in Nashville yeah. covering this, and I went and I, I had to get them a photograph, and that's how that stuff works. And yeah, you know, I, so that we can put it at the top of the site. I can tell Brady what your reaction was. Your reaction was send this off and uh, outsourcing Dolly for a second. DK, you said this is a big time move right here for the pins, man. Yeah. And it literally was five minutes before we went on. So yeah. I have, I have the reporters contacting me from Nashville and I'm like, but I got to do Ramon uh, in hey. a few seconds here. There we go, man. <laughs> there we go. Uh, but that, that was, that's awesome for the city. I love it when a team gets aggressive, like, uh, what do they call Omar? The con artist this off season, man. Well, this is a new GM in town as well. And the funny thing is, is, is this GM kind of like Omar? He telegraphed this a he bit. Did? Yeah. And you remember when Omar came along and he told you what types of transactions he was looking for, yeah, not necessarily yeah. what players, you know, what positions, but he mm-hmm. would say, this is the kind of transaction that we're looking to 
to pull off. Well, the Penguins' new GM, Kyle Dubas, said something really similar earlier in the week when he said, we're looking to – we have space to take yeah. on salary, okay? We have space to take on salary. Let's see who needs to move salary in a very tight salary cap league. And yeah. it turned out to be the Stanley Cup champions. Uh, Carmichael, the sports guru, says, I have no questions. I just wanted to say thanks for providing us contact through the football drought. And he comes in with a four ninety nine contribution. Thanks on both thanks. counts. Carmichael, man, that's, that's fascinating. There's so much stuff to actually speak about this time of year. I'll say this. For the dry season, I feel like we're getting a lot of motion out of this offseason, though, too, DK. Yeah, that's because there are moving parts. I, I don't look at this. I, actually, I was just having this discussion here. We're going to have him on in, in a minute here with John, a subscriber who's here in the yeah. store. I said, you know, it's it's not like you can look at this roster right now and say this is done or this yeah. depth chart is done. We just don't know. We, yeah, we don't know. And I'll, I'll say this, too. I know we're, we're talking about football primarily in Pittsburgh sports, too, DK, but I, it'd be flagrant for me not to mention one thing that's actually helped me be entertained mm. in this dry spell of non-football news for the most part, man. Women's sports. What has happened in the game today, DK, has been this. We now have recognizable names, and I don't know if it's the big networks or it's the WNBA pair with the NBA just pushing sports – Softball was insanely good this year. Oklahoma doing what they did. Gosh, like I watched it and I was really tuned in. But what we have now when we have like these power teams and women's sports and all sports really, which is what the NFL controlling power is. Like I watched the Lee of Boston and Asia, uh, golly, what is her last name? From the two centers, Asia Wilson from South Carolina battled the other night and just watching their game and the highlights of it. These are two women that played in different eras at South Carolina. That you're talking now, about, you're talking yeah, about, I'm talking about WNBA. Like I'm watching them go at it and I'm in tune to it, DK, because why I know them. And I feel like more sports are getting to that point, especially on the collegiate level to where it's kind of pushing us through the summer because it is entertaining, dog. It well, really I'll, is. I'll throw this out. I, I, I'm, I almost operated an unfair advantage in this, in this category because I've covered five Olympics. Yeah. And Moan, you've seen enough of those to know that there's no daylight between right. the men and the women in those things. And I'm talking about how they're treated, how they're respected, how their yep. events are organized, even how they're covered by the media, which is probably the biggest gap yeah. when it comes to whether it's the WNBA, whether it's women's soccer, which everybody watches only when there's a World Cup. Mm -hmm. uh, and everybody gets into it, and they're yeah, hashtag yeah. USWNT, and they know the names of all the players, and and every you know, and and all these 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 women become stars for a couple of weeks. Yeah, for a couple uh, of weeks. Women's hockey is another one. You've seen the, the the enormous rivalry that they've developed with Canada over at the Olympics. Moan, there's no daylight. Yeah, it's almost like going into the future as to what it's going to be like. Yeah. When you watch, let me ask you this. Okay. You watch women's sports since you brought this up. Actually, this is a favorite subject of mine. It has been for a long time. Um, do you see, do you watch them within the prism of how the men would be doing it? Uh, no, I've learned to separate it. Thank you. I've learned to separate it. I have, DK, on, on all sides. Like, I really have, man. And uh, just the understanding of it, too, because – 
Uh, my brother coaches it, Ron, who's always in here agitating, okay? What's he coach? Uh, well, he helped train some girls around the city, so I get an understanding. Like, I didn't realize they get an extra step when they take their pivot foot. Did not know that. And truthfully, just the skill set of what the women are capable of doing physically – for most of them, not all of them, because there are some females that can dunk at times. But like understanding like the skill set, the passing, the game. I will also say this too: the referees in the women's side of things will let more physicality fly, and That's I actually so like true. that. They get <laughs> that is, physical, DK, but they don't do as much damage. They don't do much damage, yes. Right. But I enjoy that though, man. I'm watching, hearing the softball side of stuff. Like I love men's ba- baseball too. It, it is its own item. But, boy, it gets exciting when you uh, watch a softball game. It's just me, man. It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, this is – when you watch I, – I, and I really developed this when it came to women's hockey, but also with women's basketball, both of which I did a lot of. We had yeah. a young lady named Swin Cash. Swin uh, Cash, yeah. Okay, well, absolutely. You know Swin. Okay, she's yes. from McKeesport. She was part of the U.S. program. Uh, I covered every Olympic game that she ever played in. Wow. I was actually there. So I really got to understand that Swin was physical. Swin was nasty. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. Swin was not out there for her for her slickness and her scoring. She no. could score in the WNBA, but at that level. Anyway, so we just give it a shot, is all I tell you guys so for what saying, I'm saying this. Is you go there and you watch and you you enjoy it for its own brand, for its own yeah. style. Women's hockey, for example, is really fast. Okay. <laughs> Now, it's not going to have the physical nature, and you're not going to see 100-mile-an-hour slap shots. Right. But the speed is there. The passing is there. In basketball, it's like watching a whole bunch of, uh, okay, miniature Nikola Jokic's. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of – there's a lot of passing. There's a lot of imagination. There's a lot of ball movement. It's kind of where basketball was in the 1960s. Yes, 100%. Men's basketball. Yeah, men's basketball. And if you would, if you watch it that way and you go, okay, this is great. The only sport, though, yeah. the only sport where I honestly feel, though, that the women's brand is 100% superior to the men's brand. Come on. Come with me on this. Well, I'm with you. Somebody. Is somebody. the – I don't know, DK. What are you talking about on this one? The number one the, – the, the one one sport – where the women play it better than the men, where it's more entertaining Hold than up. the men? I don't know, DK. Tennis. Tennis, I thought it, but I didn't want to be that You know why? why? You know why? Why? Because, because there's just too many aces in the men's game. Ryan Lytle said it. Yeah. Yeah. There's, just, <laughs> there, there's too, many, too many aces where you, the guy serves it at 130 miles an yeah. hour, and the ball goes past you, and you go, okay, well, there's 15. I'm, it's just it's not it's not it's not fast. as entertaining. It's yeah. it's too fast. I see some coming up. Gymnastics is what I was thinking a little bit. Soccer, I think can also. Um, yes, I'm saying that tennis is really coming in right. Tennis and gymnastics, probably both tennis and gymnastics, because they can only do gymnastics up to a certain age too, because of flexibility. From what I understood, like after a certain age, it's just like yeah, your body kind of like takes over a little bit. Is this one I want to hit real quick too? DK is. I love to see the rim dropped a bit in women's sport and women's basketball so they can dunk. Hog, I feel you, but that also lends to the fact why the skill set is so much better for the women. So I think the dunking takes away from the actual skill of the men because it becomes so easy for them to do. It's an easy bucket. No, give me the hard layup that they do or the extra pass that's exciting on the finish for the assist. I do like that, DK. Oh, Antoine comes up with another one, track and field. I also covered 
Lauren Williams' entire Olympic career here, sprinter from from Beaver County. Um, and man, you know when you the, the, again, no yeah. daylight. And I'm I was in Athens, Greece in 2004, and I'm lined up at the far end of the finish line, looking yeah. down the gut at what was about to be the hundred meters race for the uh-huh. women. And I'm thinking to myself, like with goosebumps, these are the eight <laughs> fastest women in the world 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 running right at me this this is this is amazing you know yeah that there is one sport and i get cringy on this one from rich dollars man dk before we go into the only segment that matters here in a second mma that's raw yeah they're starting to do some of that next door and i'm like it's such a disadvantage from the really good fight. ones and the really bad ones at the same like at the same weight class. Oh my gosh, it's such a difference. Like you catch one strong one that can go, ooh, that get bad early, man. I don't want to see them fight. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care if that if that's chivalry or chauvinism or whatever. I just don't. I'm not. I'm not comfortable with it. Maybe someday. Yeah, yeah. And I see the Jacob said too. He was like, Mona, I want to see the women banging lower the rim. I just love what the skill set is of what they're actually doing. Like, that's the one thing they do. They're more skillful, I think, than men are at times. That's true. Ryan says he likes women's college basketball. Hey, let me ask you guys, which college basketball championship got more attention? The women's. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> and now you got I don't to- care what the reasons were. I don't Facts. care if it Go was ahead. trash talking or the fact that there was a generational talent on the losing team or whatever. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter what – why they, they got them. the attention, the, the game had ratings that were through the roof. Through the roof. And I watched it. <laughs> I know I did, man. It, it, it was good, man. But, yeah, uh, phenomenal, DK. I, oh, I Brian's enjoyed. had it with us. Look at this. Brian's like, I'm here for football. Talk to you later. Brian's just – he's just storming out of the You know what we're going to do to him, DK? You know what we're going to do to him? What are we doing? We're going to take the N out of his hand so he's just Brian Joker at this point. Oh, He's acting like a joker. Oh, no. He's acting like a joker right now. We got to spread this thing on out, man. What are we doing here? When we come back. Listen, he got Dolly talking in the background Uh, uh, now. (laughs) When we come back. Yeah. We will will partake in the only segment that matters. That's all of Hey Moan, baby. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. The coverage that connects. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think Brian was already at the uncle's table. I was going to say we could banish him to the uncle's table. I think he was already there. And exactly. And I'll just put in the uh, chat, DK. We're, we're using mostly Dolly emojis today to commemorate women's sport. How about that? Now, don't make big rage come out. She Brian thinks team joking. handball is a sport. 
by the huh? way. That's what you get for growing up in Romania. She thinks team handball. Team have you ever handball. seen handball? I have actually seen Not handball. Not handball at the racket club. Yeah, no, nah, with, the, with the ball in their hand. Yeah, like soccer. It's a hand soccer. It, hand soccer. It's, it's, it's the worst thing you've ever seen. I don't it's understand the, it. It's the, it's the easiest sport you've ever seen in your life. You're really? holding the ball that's the size of a grapefruit. And you're looking at this gigantic net. Yeah. Okay. That's like the size of New Jersey. You can pick your spot and throw it anywhere. I know. It's weird. It's weird. I, I, Dolly like it. So I guess she's we love type, it. She's typing furiously over there something. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly is now single. Well, fellas, if you ever thought DK didn't have a shot, now is your opportunity. <laughs> Wait, Wade's coming at us with uh, with uh, a little bit of TMI there. He played a little handball in prison. Okay, Wade. That's a, hey, that's a real way to get into hump day. Oh, <laughs> uh, is that where uh, we are? Yeah, 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 DK. That's phenomenal right there. That, that was good right there. Man. Okay, yeah. so while we're while we're uh, engaged in all of this silliness, I'm going to remind everybody that you can become a member of this program by going to dkps.net slash join. That's up there in your URL field. And I'm further going to remind everybody, except for Brian Jonker, that at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, Quality is at the core of every menu item, and everyone except Brian Jonker is welcome. Because at the get-go cafe and market, three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they call craveability. Order your favorite entry at the get-go cafe and market today. Better believe believe it. it. Yeah. Let's let's see what everybody's got going on today, because we don't have to. We don't have to talk about this. I just saw somebody bring up something that's very interesting. Somebody asked me about the uh, – well, somebody put it in the chat about the former Steeler that's on the Pittsburgh uh, Maulers team. Well, the, 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 Canton, Pittsburgh, the Canton Maulers. The Canton Maulers team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't recognize the name on this roster off top, but I will say this. There's one guy on there that I know is probably using the USFL to revamp his career. Ruben Foster. Remember him? from? Yeah. He was at Alabama, I think, then went to Washington. May have gotten in trouble or got injured. Something happened with him. But that's one thing I will say these secondary leagues do do, DK, is they allow guys to get their footing back in the game. Hopefully for a guy like him, if I'm not mistaken, might have been a second or third round draft pick or something. Uh, He's got talent. It's a matter of, one, is his record clean and he's in good standing. Uh, But also, can he still make plays? That'll be good to see, DK, if he gets signed by camp. The the effect of the secondary and tertiary leagues is something that Hakeem Butler brought up. He's 27 years old. He's still trying to make it in the NFL. And the reason that he was invited was that he just put up some really big numbers in the USFL. Uh, Twiz comes in with, hey, Moan, can you talk about Lawrence Timmons a little bit? I think he's forgotten for some reason, but he's one of my favorite Steelers of all time. Twiz, I'm after Moan. Yeah, LT was one of my most favorite teammates. One, the guy is a Steelers linebacker, hands down. There's no if and a buts about it. The thing I think the reason LT is forgotten is because he won super young. I think he was a rookie on that Super Bowl team, but played a part in it. Played, started super early. He got paid, got his Pro Bowl, and then he was out. And then there was nothing else from LT. Like he got cut, and I don't think LT went to another team. He's just out of it. But if you know Lawrence, simple guy. 
loves his kids, and just on his own accord. That's just him. If I'm not mistaken, a buddy of mine I went to college with played or knew, uh, knew uh, Lawrence in South Carolina. I think he may have played seven-man football too. So, like, that explains from a small town, simple guy, don't need much. You love LT. Great guy. I am all over LT. I know and, you and are. always was. Um, yeah. I, I, I respected him uh, off the field. But more than anything, honestly, Moan, I respected what he did on the field. Yeah. Uh, he was a sideline to sideline inside linebacker before those became a thing. Yeah. Okay. The, the, what made LT freakish was that he did it with the traditional yeah. linebacker frame. And you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying here with the shoulders mm-hmm. that, that, that big body guy and seven feet, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But LT could cover and he could cover receivers as well. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to put him into a Ryan Shazier bracket when it comes to that specific skill set. But what made LT extraordinary again yeah. was that he did it as big as he was. Yep. And you know what's so fascinating about LT, too? He's one of those guys I think started the trend. I think it was Coach Tomlin's first draft pick, him and Wood, Lamar Woodley. He was a young 20-year-old coming into the league, and LT was a product of getting in, learning how to be a pro, and maximizing your talent. You want to talk about a big guy? Yes, Twiz. You are 100% right. Shout out to you, Rick, too. Uh, But he was a gazelle. Yeah, and on top of everything else, he was the king of projectile vomit. Oh, yeah, he was. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> he, yeah. His vomit could could get its own first down. It, it would go could. so far. It could, man. I'm actually currently looking for LT's for like his speed. This has, oh my, ain't no way, DK. This, his pre-draft measurables, I'm not sure if LT ran the 40. So I'm going to just re, uh, cite what this is. It has LT as a 4.63. Was Lawrence Simmons a four six three to you? Uh, no, certainly not in terms of mobility. You never know when those things get taken. What the search? I think LT are. was more closer to a four four. I've never seen a person run like Lawrence Simmons, the king of projectile vomit. Yes, he was. That Miami clip. If you hadn't seen it's it, amazing. Go look it up. And it's not the only one. Ryan Stanley <laughs> says, "Hey, Raging Nomar, did you ever lose your cool playing football?" <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it happened often, mostly against Cincinnati, just because that's what they were at times. Uh, or anytime somebody attacked Ben, uh, that, you just that's the first thing you, you got to defend your quarterback. You were the first one there. Yeah, I had numerous fines. I can admit to that. I, I did um, just simply because emotions run high. And this is the thing about playing sports. It's one thing I'm trying to find line with my boys, okay, or any youth that play the game. Being good at sports is this. You got to be able to have a fine line of violence and being calm and keeping it somewhere in the middle. I don't care if you're a golfer. There has to be a level of grit to you as Ron Slay comes in here right now. There has to be a level of grit. And sometimes you lose that that calmness and it just takes over. I'll tell anybody, man, I went black. My bad, fellas. I saw red. And most of the time, fellas understand that a little bit. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. Before. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, I've not. I've never seen it. I, I've seen you really upset off the field, but not angry. There's, there's difference. And, and that's what I mean. Like you got to be under control, but it is some watch me get them. You know what I'm saying? Like I've had those moments on the field. Like I right, pounce, watch me, because I'm about to go. And he'd be like, moan. I'd be like, pounce. I can't tell you what I say after that, and we just go. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Ron's coming in with an offered new segment. What do you want to rage about? The problem is, you know your brother better than any of us, and he's... He's not easy to push to that level. That's no. one of the one of the problems with being like the nicest guy in the world. Mark Cunningham says, "Ramon, you got to do a show with LT." I, I, this is the thing: finding LT and getting him out of his co- uh, cocoon. Yeah, yeah getting him is. out of his cave, man. Like I hadn't seen LT. I told you just I heard from uh, uh, Jarvis yesterday. So LT is another one. Where I hope he kept his number, and if that's the case, and he want to talk, then yeah, we'll bring him out. Okay. I have no idea what this is about. Maybe you do. Luke says, what do you think about Chase Claypool becoming a male model? I saw it. I think he's in London. Fashion Week is this week, if I'm not mistaken. I think all people want to talk about is the fact of what he was wearing. If you know fashion, like anybody know fashion, they're going to wear some quirky stuff. And if I'm not mistaken, he had like a handbag slash purse in his hand. It doesn't signify anything to me, really. It's just Paris fashion. Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld actually had a routine about that. Going back many years ago, and he's something involving a purse, and he would, and everyone was asking him what the. This was actually part of the show. Yeah, somebody asked him what what's what's with the purse, Jerry? What's with the purse, Jerry? And he goes, "It's European." <laughs> yes, that's all. I look at that. He's tall, uh, long hair, long features. He's a model type. Is uh, he's probably still a little bit too bulky, but for Paris models, but it is what it is. Chris wants to know the contract question. Do, how do drafted players get paid during minicamp? What happens if they get injured before they sign their rookie contracts? There's an insurance waiver. I, okay. I know that much. Yeah. Of. How do the drafted players get paid during minicamp? And what happens if not really many people get um, money during minicamp? The team actually gives you basically a per diem. You get paid small amount of money compared to your regular salary. I'm talking about maybe after taxes, you might get $500 in two weeks. Is what you get for being in town. Mini camp is a slightly more. I think the check may have been when I was playing about uh, $800 for mini camp and stuff like that. It's really not a lot. Only way you honestly get paid uh, drafted players is if you have a uh, workout clause that makes you be in town for a certain amount of time. And what happens if a player gets injured before they sign their rookie contract? If you're drafted, you're on the team, technically. And if you're undrafted, they can cut you or a guy that's like trying to make the team. Cut you and give you injury injury settlement. Yeah, this uh, technical uh, the technical component of that I wasn't aware of at all. Here, Josh yeah. Grimm comes in with, "Hey, Moan, I booked my first trip to Latrobe, hoping to get an autograph on my Cam Hayward jersey. Uh, I, I've never been there. I'm wondering if players only sign for kids or if I'll have a shot if I'm patient and respectful. <laughs> That's a great friggin' question. You hear me? <laughs> on a lot of levels. Uh, but it's because we see the parents sending the kids up there and it just don't looks hold, slimy. Don't hold an eBay binder when let, you're doing it. Please don't. Let the kids go up there in front of you and then do it it's the same way you just ask that question. Hey, man, I've been a fan. For, can you sign this? Like, you ain't begging or nothing like that. It's just most players are going to go to the kids first but don't use your kid uh, in that fashion. Uh, and just, hey, man, love you. Can you sign this for me? And most of the time, players will. Tyler Longhurst asks, hey, Moan, what camp battle are you the most excited to watch unfold this year? Easy for me to say the OL. I think that's the most obvious, but I'm going to go even further. I want to see what the secondary works itself out to be. Yes, that's mine. <laughs> like, I want to see I, JJ. I, because I have no idea. I feel like I know where the O-line is going to settle. Yeah, I, okay? yeah. I, I feel like I know too. Um, but I wanna, this, I, the corners? Yeah, the corners is is pertinent that we under, like we settled that out of. JJ is good enough. And that's the one I think, like everybody talking about Corey Trice, 
Yeah, I'd love to see it. Do I think he's going to be a day one starter? Probably not. If he does, whoo, we're in a real good spot, DK. But that's the one I kind of want to see right there. Darren Watts just making this up. Oh, my gosh. I'm not even <laughs> reading that out loud. <laughs> that's not even reading Darren, that out loud. So you just came over for for the barbecue and you acting like this. What are we doing? Yeah, I'm, I, I have. <laughs> you know what's funny is he's going to probably pull something out that's a, that shows that that's actually true. Yeah, okay. no. <laughs> and then we're gonna put it on the screen, and everyone's gonna go get out of here. That's all. Fake. I know, man. I know. No, if you're listening to the audio version of this, we are not repeating what Darren just put up. On we could not. You got to go to YouTube and check this out. Oh my. <clears throat> Mark Lancaster says it's always been hard to accept another Steeler wearing 99 because Brett Kiesel wore it so well. Let's see if Larry O can come strong with it. I think he already did, Mark. He did. I think he did. But of course, there's such an attachment to what. Uh, Kiesel looked like in 99. The one that I had a hard time with is 92. Oh. It was hard for me to see somebody. 92, and I'll be honest with you, only thing that made 98 right was Vinny wearing it. <laughs> 92 and 98. I can only see Big Hemp in those in that number, and I can only see James Harrison Debo in that one. Mine was 98 and 92. That those two got me. See, Darren's now claiming that it's a real thing, <laughs> but that we have a sense of humor in Australia. That we part do. is accurate. We Australian humor do. is really, really raw. They're yeah. they're not all PC and sensitive like we are. Yeah, no, no, no. absolutely but not. That is that. That was a good one, though. That was a real good one. That's something here. Fifty three was difficult, not for Mike Tomlin. No, it wasn't. I didn't think, again, I didn't think that would be handed out the year after, the next year. I saw no I saw no scenario in which 50, 53 was handed out, not even a little bit. Uh, 55, Joy, 55 after Joy Porter made me double take. Who got that number after him? It wasn't an offensive lineman that got, I think it may have been a Devin teamer. Bush. I don't know. I don't know. No, it was somebody it, before it, Devin Bush. It was yeah. somebody before Dev, and I don't remember. Was it Moats? 55? No, no he's 52. No, or no. I forget what number he was. Jeez. Uh, no. I forget who 55 was. I think it was another backer. If no, I'm not 50, mistaken. 52 is Mike Webster's. That doesn't Mike go Webster, anywhere. Yes. I'm yeah. tripping. I'm tripping. Um, yeah, 55. I I can't think of who it was between. It probably was special teams. Yeah, a team or probably mostly. Uh, but yeah, that was the one that, that got me was 92 and um and 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 98 oh Those no they're, the they're saying here that moats was it was Motes. okay yeah okay so I, I, cool. I take that back yeah okay that oh, rings five. a bell now i can picture yes. him wearing it yeah i see that so it goes it goes from it goes like this from moats to bush most to bush is what uh, it was yep afterward here so I mean, arthur had some time on special good special teams player yeah he plays position at times was an outside rusher yes absolutely yeah um let's see what else we got here in terms of uh in terms of questions from from everybody here, I'm going to take one more before we get to our our, our ones that are back here. Kevin Herzog says I'm taking my nine, six and nine year olds to their first training camp, and I haven't been since Bubby and O'Donnell were battling for QB one. Any tips on how to give them the best experience meeting players? Man, get them there early. Let them see the players coming down the hill by the steps. It's always a good thing. That's I the one. It for, is. Forget, by the way, can I just say this, Mo? Go ahead, DK. Man, forget autographs. Okay. 
I, I was I, I was in here. I, I'm going to pop off here a little bit. Okay? Please. But I was I was over with with Ryan with Ryan Chazier, who's now next door at the at the new UFC gym downtown on Fifth Avenue. He's an ambassador over there. And somebody takes this crinkled up brochure from the front of the shop that looked like they who knows what they'd done with it, mm. and and they unfurl this thing and they hand it to him and they say, "Can you sign this?" Uh, and you know what? Shady's such a good dude that he says, "Where would you like me to sign it?" There's like, and he does it. Okay, I would have been like, "Seriously, get out yeah, of here." Yeah. Okay. I, it, they're not that important. You know what is important? What you said about the line. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Come before practice, yep. not after. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yep. High five them. Talk to them. Let your kids make eye contact mm-hmm. with the players. Let them say three or four words. Mm-hmm. They're going to remember that way more than some ink on paper. Facts. I I will say that matters most. It, take it in. And get there early. Like it better. And and during those practices, if it's like a special thing, take them down there so they can go through the obstacle course. I'm not sure if it's a cash thing for that either, though, DK, on the baseball field next to the fields. Let them do the obstacle course. Let them see players going up and down the hill. And, and seriously, no pun intended, touch them. Get a high five. Like, that's going to do more, I think, than uh, than uh, uh, autograph signing. Or if they're at the end of practice, can I have your gloves? Yeah, more times than you can. They're going to be sweating stanky, but if a guy got his gloves off, ask for the gloves. I think that's always good. Cleats, you'll never get cleats, though. Good stuff here. Last one that comes with a contribution that I don't recognize. I'm not sure what that currency is, but given that the individual says Dravo, which is Serbian, he says, hey, Moan, did DK ever bring rakia to you? That's a Serbian word for whiskey. Uh, Shame if he hasn't. I don't drink, man. Well, you know, I got a cabinet out of this world, DK. Okay. Before I don't have the stuff. Well, somebody's going to have to import. That's all I'm saying. By the time I come up there, that's all I'm saying. Uh, He also asks, also, did did Ben Roethlisberger ever have a throw where you turned around and were afraid to see if the wide receiver (laughs) caught it? Like you were cringy to see what happened at the far end of the play. Every single one of them, honestly. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. I love the passing game, but getting that ball off sometimes is just like, Lord, let them let them get let them catch it. Every situation I feel like is like that SS man for a lot of different reasons. Uh, football is such a fragile sport, DK. Right? The wins and losses, Super Bowls and no Super Bowls, and good team, bad team. Like it really is a fine line for what you're asking. Sergio Perez comes at me. DK, I don't agree with you about no autographs. For us real fans, it's a precious souvenir that will probably be framed and displayed in your Steelers cave forever. It's a special moment, too. Sergio, uh, walk me through this. TJ Watts coming down the line, okay? And you stop, and you have a child there with you, okay? And 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 and, And TJ says, hey, kid. What's going on? I love the shirt. Way to yeah, go. Thanks for yeah. your support, young man. We'll see you down at the stadium this year. And the kid closed like this. You're going to tell me this stupid thing on a piece of paper that you put up in your basement wall that's going to turn yeah. yellow means more to you than that? That's fair. That's Give me fair. a break. That's fair, DK. Uh, I, hold on. I got one right here. Right, I think go it's ahead, pretty go good. Pretty good. It came in earlier, DK, at about 311 today, man. Uh, where was it at? Give me one second. Uh, yeah. Jeez. Where was it? DK. Well, you can bring them in. I thought I had it before. It was a question about signing someone before the season during training camp. Oh, we, we answered that already. 
Uh, no, I thought we missed that one, DK. No, that was the one. Yeah, we got that one here. Let's let's. Oh no, no, here it is. Right, oh, you found it. Okay. Yep, it was simple from Shane. Shane asked oh. a question. Hey, Mom, do you think the con artist Omar would make any moves before Latrobe? I think you get something if there's a move to be made. You may get something towards the latter part of the season. A lot of part of camp before the season kickoff is usually when those deals happen because other guys get cut. Get cut, and we had a very interesting conversation, DK. That if it comes into truth, we're speaking about guys flipping sides and swapping reps and stuff like that. That if there's more rumbling around that, remember the conversation we had the other day? Mm -hmm. That could get real iffy if you're seeking another position too. I'm not done here. Josh says the autograph is just a memento to remember the more important experience of meeting the player. What does the player do, Moan, when he's signing the autograph? Head down, scribble Head and roll. Head down, silence. That is like DK. That is the one thing that does. Like as a player, sometimes it sucks because you're like, I I got to sign it, and I can't make it personable to you. It's one to the next. One to that's why I said have a conversation. Slap five with them. I know what the autograph means. My autograph and training camp look way different than the ones I'm assigned to you if you see me on the street I, I because was, it's so many people. That's it. That's it. I, I was really, really young, and my brother and I went to see Mario Lemieux in his rookie year. Rookie year, he was 18 years yeah. old. By the way, knew almost no English. Wow. And went to he was appearing at some kind of signing for a growth chart or whatever mm -hmm. uh, out in Monroeville, and I went to see him, and – we went up to him or whatever. Everybody else is just getting the autographs. And, you know, he, again, he doesn't know English. He's got every excuse to just sit there and sign and do whatever else. Mm -hmm. And me and my brother went up to him and we're like, dude, that move that you yeah. made last year in Montreal, how yeah. did you do that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he told us in his broken English about the, how he did the move, how he turned the puck inside out and went through the guy's legs and around him and then scored this gorgeous goal. You never forget that. Yeah, no, no. You never forget that. And and to that point, one thing that I would say, like try to get something that's engaging but not offensive. Like if you see Cam come down, Cam's engaging. Hey, Cam, I heard the offense won yesterday. What you going to do? Like that's going to get them going and have them engaging with you. Like it's quirkier ways to have a memory other than just a quick sign autograph. It's all I got for you. You understand? Like. Yeah. I know what the autograph means, though. That's it. Here's John with a question for you. John's here in our uh, here in our shop downtown. What's up, John? Here, let me get you the headphones. Oh, okay. Don't spill that. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. Okay. Hey, Moan, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm doing really good. I came in here to buy a shirt today, and then uh, now I'm talking to you. So it's hey. a pretty good day. You got one more article than I got over there, okay? Let DK <laughs> know I need merchandise, too. Okay, he's sitting right here. I'll tell him. <laughs> for sure. Right. What you got for me, John? All right. Well, I live in Jacksonville, Florida, so I'm a, a, a displaced Steeler fan. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was curious, of, and if, with your experiences traveling to away stadiums, um, Steeler fans are always well represented there. If you had any particular memories about meeting fans in other cities or experiences with, with them, that, uh, or if you have any good stories around that, that subject. Uh, definitely. Actually, Jacksonville was one of those places where it was just insanely packed with Steeler fans. That's why I realized like Jacksonville isn't necessarily the Jaguars home stadium. It's yeah. whoever visits. We were out there, you know, Marquise is from the area. Well, close to it anyway, in yeah. Florida. 
it was so many 53 jerseys, so many people out there in black and gold that it really was just a huge appreciation for what like Steeler Nation is all about in every single city. The only place where we don't get a whole lot of love, honestly, may be Baltimore. Because I think there's a real hate for Steelers and Steeler fans in Baltimore. Dallas was huge. Arizona may be one of the biggest places I've ever seen us represented. But I would say this, Tampa, Miami, and Jacksonville, all Steeler country as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. Yeah, used, that's phenomenal. We used to call the stadium Heinz Field South. <laughs> it is. Well, we got a West also, and it's Arizona and now L.A. With Well, it was San Diego for a little while. Okay, great. Yeah, definitely. That's a great question. You frequent the games, or you try to make one road I, game if you possibly can? I, I try to get, get out to one road city a year if I can. I don't yeah. do, as, do it as much as I used to. Yeah. But certainly if the Steelers are in Jacksonville, we go. Is it on the schedule this year? They're playing here. The Jags are coming here this year. Ah, okay. Got to get Trevor while they can. So, oh, yeah. Got to get the young phenom before he possibly is uh, that good. That's what I'll say about that. Appreciate the question. Yeah, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Absolutely. That brings up a really good question, too. DK and I have to talk about that one. Like, still a nation goes way beyond anything. I was just saying – we got Go one more coming, Mo. Okay, Go ahead and finish it. your answer while we get Nathan in the seat here. No, I was just going to say the appreciation for how still a nation travels is nobody does it better. Hey, Mo, how's it going? I'm good, man. What's the name again? Nathan? Nathan, yeah. What's going on, Nathan? Nice oh. jersey. Did you get the City Connect? Uh, I'm getting that tonight, hopefully, if the game's going on. DK doesn't like it. No, why not? It's, it's, so nice. it's clean. He, it's he should clean. like the City Connect, man. Clean. It's clean. It is. Uh, question. Yeah. Do you think there's going to be like a a one solid anchor to this offensive line, or is it going to be more committee like it was last year? One solid anchor, like kind um, of the 49ers have Trent Williams, kind of not yeah. that we're going to have Trent Williams, but is there that type? Uh, Broderick is young. If if I was to go on paper and somebody was to quote and write me, the one guy that I believe is the anchor as it stands is probably Mason Cole, mm-hmm. just simply because he's steady. Uh, you know what you're getting out of him. He's vocal as a verbal leader, and he also leads by his work, too. Like, there is a conversation for each guy. Like, James Daniels, I look at him and say, I don't know how vocal he is as far as being an anchor, and he's relatively – I just honestly feel like Mason really embedded himself in it quicker than anybody else. If you know Chooks, he's not really a tall, a talking guy. And the fact that he's rotating right now a little bit, too, with Dan Moore, and Dan Moore is actually uprooted also – it has to start at center. And you know this, too. The center position in Pittsburgh is always at the forefront of all things offensive. You know, so as it stands right now until Broderick grows up, gosh, it's got to be him. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one more. Did yeah. uh, did A.B. hit your lineup at all when the Albany Empire was up to get you out there for a couple more games or what? <laughs> no. I seen I you trying to get T.G. out there and Lev Bell. I didn't know if he was hitting your lineup to get no, you out there. He didn't hit me on that one, man. Uh, I thought – I feel like A.B. is trying to do something with that by getting out of the league. I don't know what it's going to look like because there was another report that he was taking money out of players' accounts. Yeah, it's, no, uh, it's, it's, it's yeah, you know, it's just, it's just that it's one of them things, man. All right. Thank you uh, very much. I wouldn't play in that league though. That'd be that'd be that'd be just child's play. A little tough. Well, thank you, Mom. <laughs> Thanks, man. All right, Mom. Awesome, DK. 
Yeah, we have. We have. Uh, it, it's funny. There's there there are people who who actually don't know how this show works. Yeah, who will come in and say, "Is Ramon here?" <laughs> <laughs> I am mostly. I'm in there. So <laughs> that was no, good. There's nothing wrong with that. I just find it kind of funny when they do it because they'll usually yeah. scream it. Yeah, <laughs> they, they have some good questions though, man. The one about uh, the most memorable road game. All the Florida places show up big time. The West Coast really does. I don't think we go out there often. You talking about Steelers fans? Steelers fans. Yeah, they're not traveling. You know that. Dallas though, was they're huge. not. They're not traveling. They're already there. They're already there. Uh, but it's it's so. Or cool if they to are see. traveling, they're coming from other parts of the country too. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to blow up everybody's myths here. Uh, the planes that do fly out of Pittsburgh on a weekend like that are in fact filled with people wearing Steelers gear. But mm-hmm. there ain't that many planes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's the way I'll put it. Okay. Because yeah. I know because I'm on them. Okay. <laughs> but these are people who either are second or third generation people who left Pittsburgh a long time ago. And don't make me be the one to remind everybody whose team this actually is. Hey, now tell them. Tell Dave, them. Dave Wanstead said, We're not America's team. We're Pittsburgh. We're team. Pittsburgh's team. Yeah. But Dave Wanstead. I'm sorry. Dave Wanstead repeating. What the chief said. Yeah. We're Pittsburgh's that. team. Beautiful, DK. Yeah, that's that's good stuff here. This is uh Bob Schreiner's gonna get the last word for the day. Not this. I, I, <laughs> no, I was I was not into the cynics though. I actually knew two of them because uh, they, they worked at a comic book shop that I've been patronizing all my life, but uh, I, I'm not a fan of the music. Uh, hey Moan, if this channel gets a thousand subscribers, uh-huh. Oh geez. Yeah, I'm cool. Maybe you can raffle an autographed football to one of the members, ideally Sergio. <laughs> ideally Sergio. So I I would and you know what? This is what ha- we'll do this. You'll autograph it and it'll go to the masses, whatever. Sergio will be stuck with the one that I autograph. Yeah, that, absolutely, DK. <laughs> That's the best way of doing it. It really is the best way of doing it, man. Uh it was yeah, mean I mean to me. It wasn't mean to Sergio. I was denigrating yeah. my own value. That's 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 I'm game for that, man. That'll work, DK. All right, and uh, once again, before we go today, we're gonna before we sign off, we want to thank Brian Jonker for telling us that he was gone after the first segment, so that's he missed after stuff. all of this because we talked about women's sports, and oh no, we talked about women's sports. That guy. <laughs> oh man, that guy. No, you don't, Monica Hala. What are we doing, MM? No, he means that he wants her autograph. Oh, oh, oh. moan. Meanwhile, Jared Jared sets his his bar low. His standard is a low standard. Jared, he just he wants my autograph, which is I'll hilarious. Take it, I'll take your autograph. Right, yeah. Yeah, we'll autograph his purse. Do, do, yeah, a hundred percent. Dolly did say she was single, man. So hey, it's all good, DK. You got to go right. buy some oh, flowers. That's I forgot that she's available now, everybody. I love how Dolly's been auctioned off now. Team handball. Team handball is the easiest sport on the planet. Anybody that plays a non-revenue non-revenue sport continuously say it's super hard. No, it's not, Dolly. We can get out here right now. Oh, I'm gonna kick your ass. Oh no, your ass has been threatened. Hey, 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 line it up, Dolly. Is all I'm telling you. We can. Line it up, Dolly. We've always been on good terms with war. We're going to turn a page oh, whenever yeah. we play handball. What, what, here, here. You didn't see that side of, side of me. Middleman. I didn't. I never saw that side, Dolly. Well, no. 
That's right. You are on, my friend. I'm going to run circles around you like you've never seen it. Uh, uh, it on it. handball. Bring it. That's all I'm telling it's you. Bur- it's been bronze. Okay, darling. We, we, we shall see. Okay. All right. I, I know where we stand now. Somebody's getting uh, whooped. You, you are so over. Oh, I swear. DK. DK. Oh. You did yeah. not know what you started. So. I'm, I'm more than sure Pittsburgh Wait is multicultural. Wait until you see the tomorrow. And we, oh, see. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> she controls the emojis, DK. This is true. When you, when you, it's like it's like having your your finger on the nuclear button, being able to control their emojis. And over fist, put that twenty dollars back, man. Twenty on Dolly. <laughs> yeah. He, this is that did just come this way, didn't it? There is an octagon next door. That's what I'm saying, DK. We can. All right, guys, we're gonna say we're gonna say bye bye to this really bizarre episode that Brian Jonker hated. It's good. And uh, don't hang around after the the final thing because there's never anything to see. We got we got nothing, DK. We're good. No, You know what I got today? Huh? I got a fluffy bear for Brian Jonker. Fluffy bear? <laughs> Is that because Brian was so soft he couldn't handle a discussion on women's sports? He was soft. Are you that soft? Look at, look at him talking to him, DK. Are you that soft? <laughs> women's sports? I didn't tune. That's icky. I didn't tune in to see this. No. They came for football, which is macho. Ooh, let's let's rub the nice bit. Women's sports. Look at me. <laughs> That's a Ron Jonka right there, man. Hey guys, uh, our next show, by the way, letting you know is gonna be Friday. Uh even Moan's just finding this out now because I have a <laughs> I <am. laughs> yeah, I have a baseball game to do tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. And it's just it's cl- I could pull it off, but it it's it's just cutting it too close, and I don't yeah. want to promise something that we can't deliver. So, uh, yeah. we're, we'll be back on Friday. Is that all right, Moan? Yeah, no doubt about it. And you're right. Also, uh, that is a lion, as it's it's a bear, teddy bear is what I call it, but it is a lion. That's what Jonker. She's got two days to come up with vindictive emojis. By the way, now well, you're you're supposed to be better than this. No, she's not better. What? No, it's an illusion. I lose. I lose. You used to be better than this. I want the 20 bucks. <laughs> Let's do it again Friday, guys. Friday at, at 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, 3 p.m. Moan time. Yeah, we'll top off the uh, weekend. See y'all. Uh, okay. That's crazy, Dolly. It's trying to take.